Hi, my name is Asma Karim, and welcome to the first episode of Wicked Stories, where we dive into interesting plays and choices about cricket, rules, and how it affects plays. Today's topic is obviously about cricket, highest scores, male versus female, stereotypes, and history. Now, don't get me wrong, cricket is an amazing game, though it has dozens of rules. In simple, cricket is a game played between two teams made up of 11 players each. There's also a reserve player called a 12th man, who is only used if a player is injured during the game. There's two main types of cricket games played in the world today, one being T20 and the other being Test Cricket. A T20 match is basically a 20 over game per inning, whereas Test Cricket is a game that spans over two innings. This means that each team balls twice and bats twice. Yup, it's very long, super long. The longest it's ever been is a five day length. It gets boring, trust me. Before the game begins, an official has to toss a coin. The captain who guesses the correct side of the coin will then choose if they want to bat or field first. The aim of the batting team is to score runs, while the aim of the fielding team, obviously, is to ball 10 people out and close the batting team's innings. This is because you cannot have one person batting alone. Batting has to be done in pairs. If by the end of the game, both the teams have scored the same amount, one more over is played to break the draw. Once again, a coin is tossed to decide who bats and who fields first. For fielders, they must have at least one foot on the ground when catching a ball. If both their feet are out of the field, then the catch is not counted. A batsman must tap the line with their bat in order to be counted as in. If a batsman's bat is not touching the line, the baller may get him out. For wicket keepers, they must not touch the wicket whilst trying to get the batsman out. They must wear gloves and helmets while squatting behind the wickets. They must also catch any balls the batsman misses. Batsmen can get out via stumps, catch, LBW, run out, or if they hit the ball twice. And you might be thinking, how do these people score if there's so many rules? Well, for batsmen to score runs, they must run to each other's end of the pitch. In doing this, one run is scored. Cricket rules state that they may run multiple runs per shot. As well as running, they can also score runs by hitting boundaries. A boundary scores the batsman either 4 or 6 runs. A 4 is scored by hitting the ball past the boundary after hitting the ground, while a 6 is scored by hitting the ball past a boundary in the air before it hits the ground. Cricket rules also state that once a 4 or 6 has been scored, any runs physically ran by the batsman are not Just like any other sport, cricket has its important aspects, one being its jargon. Their jargon is hilarious, it's always, always to make the opposite person feel weak. One being dolly, which means an easy catch. Two being duck, which means a score of zero. The third one being jaffa, which means a delivery that is too good for the batsman. Fourth one being lollipop, which means a really easy ball to hit, or in other words, a gift. The fifth word being maiden, an over where no runs that are attributable to the ballers are scored. Wow, batsmen are really counted as villains in cricket, aren't they? Now, in relation to equipments, cricketers must use cricket balls, cricket bats, boundary lines, stumps, and bales. Bales are two cross pieces made of wood placed on top of the stumps. <sighs> batsmen must wear helmets, 
gloves, leg, thigh, arm, elbow, and chest guards, as well as shoes, obviously. Fieldists must wear caps, and wicketkeepers must wear gloves and helmets too. Main positions on the field are wicketkeepers, ballers, long stops, and cover points. These two long stop and cover points may play right at the edge being the boundary line, whereas the cover point may even run to the middle of the field. The next three positions are first slip, second slip, and third slip. These three people usually stand behind the wicketkeeper and catch any balls the wicketkeeper misses or stop any balls from going to the boundary that are shot backwards. The next position is an extra cover. This person can play any position on the field, but they must be at least one meter apart from another player on the field. The next position is the mid-off. This person must be on the baller's side middle ground, whereas the mid-wicket position must be a person who's on the middle ground but closest to the wicket. The last fielding position is the sweeper. This person is allowed to run throughout the field and is usually really good at picking balls up from the ground. There's obviously two batsmen playing, which is the last of the positions. Lastly, for the thing that makes cricket cricket is player traits and characteristics. Players must be focused. This is needed for batsmen in order to score and ballers in order to get batsmen out. The second most important trait is strategy. This is highly needed in cricket because the game is so fast and hyped. This strategy is needed in order to receive most runs or to reduce the run rates, depending on what position you're playing. The third most important trait is eye-hand coordination. This is needed in order for the batsman to be able to play a ball that the baller throws to them. The fourth trait is persistence. Cricket sometimes gets really hard, boring, and tiring, though players must be able to persist and get through the match. The last most important trait is technique. Batsmen must stick to technique taught unless they want to get out in the first ball they play. This is the most interesting part about cricket. High scores! The highest score in the world was set by Brianna Lahr. 400 runs in a test match, whereas the lowest score in the world was set by Pujara, zero runs, and the fastest out in the world was three runs, ten balls. Eh, I don't find that very competitive. Let's genderize it. The ICC World Championships male personal highest score was by Rohit Sharma, 264 and out. The longest play was by Eric Dusijizemana, which was for 51 hours, who was the Rwanda captain at that time. He beat a time of just over 50 hours set by Viraj Mare from India. The male team's highest score was 481 runs for 6 balls set by the England team, whereas the lowest score was 26 runs set by New Zealand. The fastest out in relation to teams was all out for 43 runs in 18.4 overs set by the Bangladesh team. The most wickets team best was 25 wickets taken by England, whereas the personal best was 800 wickets set by Mutia Mollewitra. Pretty interesting, huh? Let's compare it to the females now. The personal highest score was 229 not out by Belinda Clark. 
The longest play was by Satya Uwamahoro, 26 hours of betting, also the team captain of Rwanda. The female highest score was 490 runs for four wickets, set by the New Zealand team. Interesting how that is a whole nine runs more than the males and two wickets less than the males England team. The female team's lowest score was 22 runs, which unfortunately is four runs less than the males team of New Zealand. This 22 runs of the female's lowest score was set by the Netherlands. The fastest out in relation to teams was 44 all out in 28.2 overs set by the New Zealand team. The most wickets in relation to teams were England, 27 wickets against Australia, which was in a test match, whereas the most wickets personal best is set by Jalan Goswami, 225 wickets. Pretty impressive. It seems to me that the females who started playing cricket after the males are pretty much as strong and as good as the males. Woohoo! Girl power! No, we have reached the last segment of our first episode of Wicked Stories. This segment is about the present, stereotypes and history related to cricket. The first stereotype that is widely known around the world is the sport cricket was created by the Indians. No way. Cricket is believed to have been invented in South England. Some researchers claim that the game was played from as early as the 13th century. A stone was used in the place of a ball, and the players used a simple bat shaped from a branch. So according to the history stated above, India did not create the sport. In fact, the sport cricket was only introduced to India by European merchant sailors in the 18th century. Let me take you back to where it all began. The year is 1893, and India is under British occupation in a small village. The tyrannical captain has imposed an unprecedented land tax on its citizens. Outraged, farmers rally the villagers to publicly oppose the tax. The British offer a novel way, according to them, to settle the dispute. He challenges the farmers to a game of cricket, a sport completely foreign to India. If the farmers can defeat the British team, the tax will be repelled. This story was later scripted into a Bollywood movie called Lagan. If you want to know if the Indians won, you should go watch that movie. The second stereotype I have heard was all Indians must play cricket from the time they're born. <laughs> this one by far, honey, is the funniest stereotype. Yes, every country has a national sport, but India's national sport is not cricket. It is hockey, suggesting that if there were any sport each and every Indian must play, it would be hockey, or even kabaddi, as that is a sport created and loved in India. According to Toppen Sports, India and England have the same popularity of cricket, and have an annual popularity of 98 people who start playing cricket, suggesting that not all Indians must play cricket from the time they're born, because India's population is 1.353 billion, from which, as per the survey conducted by the government of India, there are exactly 5 million people playing cricket. The last stereotype I heard was cricketers do not have to be fit as they do not move a lot. This is the weirdest stereotype. For sure cricketers have to be fit. They run around the field the size 450 feet by 500 feet, suggesting that the team members have to run around a lot and spread out well in order to reduce the chances of the opposition scoring fours and sixes. To an extent, batsmen have to run 22 yards to get to the other wicket, which is long enough distance to tire at anyone who is not fit. According to James Tucker, 
As the game is becoming more and more frantic, cricketers need to be in even better shape and cope with injuries better in order to fulfill all they can do within the game. And with that, we have come to the end of our first episode of Wicked Stories. Stay tuned for the next one.